0: The Not our society's a lot of <laughs> our society's Double full jeopardy. of them. Double jeopardy. That's true. That's all right. Who's reading the Bible How we well, we'll let Michael Michael read it. I haven't heard his lovely voice in a while. Micah wow. ain't got nothing in front of me too. I bet he probably knows it by heart. Oh, maybe. Is this a test? No. A test? I never put out tests. What kind of technique <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I know. I See, he's got one now. He can't read it. Hey, you need these glasses? I got
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what version you use, right? <laughs> it's even highlighted. and Let us not grow weary of doing I good. Yet. Time out.
3: Oh.
4: Yeah, we haven't
2: started that Thanks for the, the, the hey, G- easy. I said, Tell him they
4: shouldn't have given me yeah. the phone. He's like, I'll wait, I'll wait, everybody was quiet, I, quieted it down. I was, I was like, Kevin. I was like, He's
2: seeing me the phone. He's saying, Read yours. I, I can read yours. <laughs> <give> the <right laughs> <show>. There, <it> go.
1: <laughs> She's splicing it in now. All I got to say is, You guys are rude. I <laughs> know <laughs> life gets tough.
5: Let it out. Don't hold it in, it's better
0: out. Darkness looking like my weather clouds. It can stop me because I'm heaven bound. I feel better now. On the highway, Lord, I'm heaven bound. Stay. Welcome back.
6: <laughs> we, we always pray first. What's We're going you're, on?
7: You're right. Mm.
3: Is it a <laughs> No.
6: <laughs> nope, just brought it up.
7: Nope, you're right. You're right. Yeah, me too. Yes. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for your goodness and mercy. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your instruction and teaching. And thank you for just drawing us into fellowship with you, to have a relationship with you and bringing this group together. Just thank you so much for them. I'm, I'm very grateful. I just pray that you would rest your hand upon us, that you would just mm-hmm. fill this place with your presence. Fill our hearts with your presence and just guide us, guide our conversation, guide our words, and just help us to to edify and encourage one another and whoever's listening and to to draw closer to you. Nothing more important than being in in close fellowship with you and, and seeing you and understanding that you're a good father, understanding what that means and truly believing that from our heart. And I just thank you so much for that. And I pray that you would just fill us with that understanding and guide guide everything that we do in this ministry. Give you all the glory, all the praise, and all the honor. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
5: Amen. Amen.
0: Take two,
7: please. <laughs> Producer. <laughs> Producer Ron.
0: We need all those clapper boards.
7: <laughs> it can be like your snarkly. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. You're not sorry.
0: I am. I am. I'm a very sorry
5: person. <laughs> <laughs> <not just> <laughs> say anything. You might have to call open this, but I'm not sure.
3: Welcome back to another episode of Broken Record Ministries. I'm Ronnie. Laughing Mike is here. <laughs> Hello. The professor. Carl is here. What's up, Shh,
4: Mike? How y'all doing? Ain't <laughs> no thirst more. Sorry.
3: <laughs> Silent Ron. Hello,
0: brother on. Bob. What's happening? And Mike is joining us. How you doing? Hey, before we get started, no, I, <laughs> I-, I would like to comment that when and Mike, or Schmeich, or whomever we're calling him this week, was gone. We wrote him hard when he came back. Okay. Correct? Yeah. Uh, Mike has been out for a reason, so he's, 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 he gets a pass. I don't okay. know where this is going. And others have mi- have missed, but somebody was gone, not only for one episode, but count them, boys. Two? Two. And does anybody around the round table know who that is? You? No. Mm. <laughs> I think he's talking about you, bro. No, I'm talking about Carl. Yeah.
7: I,
1: I, oh, I was gonna say it wasn't wrong. I
0: mean, I mean, when, when Mike was gone, I Carl, could feel the vengeance emanating <laughs> off. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's just that when Mike came back, Carl's all kinds of hello part time so, Mike.
1: So we're out. we're not allowed to take vacation. <laughs> oh no, you're alive, but you're gonna pay the price when you come back. Yeah, we. So <laughs> well, have we a good time. While you're nobody gone. ain't nobody paying the piper. Yeah.
7: <laughs> I submit. I submit to the vote.
0: Thank you. I, I I convened it. Please put it in the microphone so all can hear. That's a mad card punch <laughs> for Carl. But you missed two, Carl. Yeah, I'm punching he it. You'll get
6: two <laughs> punches for the
0: same offense.
6: Yeah, but he missed twice. Doesn't matter. You can only get persecuted. so if I miss
0: for if one. I miss one time I get one. for one? <laughs> so, okay. All right. I just want to make sure that everybody understood that. That was Uh-oh. Mike took a, took a lot of heat and I wanted the heat to be good downstream to carl as well because what's fair is carl, fair you got left richardson i got plenty don't worry about it <laughs> i think no. he's
7: only got one left you know I almost i almost gave you a hug mike when he's you got no, you didn't.
5: You he now. Now, now. now
0: he's making me feel bad <laughs> calling him out on his own thing and speaking of the own thing can i go now yeah you are <laughs> all right go ahead <laughs> do you want to be the narrator of this? Time? No, I do not. I don't want to be the narrator. I don't want to be the leader. I don't want to be anything. <laughs> Remember, I'm sorry.
3: I know. I know. hope all. Yes. Him and Carl say it all the time, though.
0: What? I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No. <laughs> I just like to put it out there for future reference. I'm sorry for everything I've ever done and about to do. Well
4: <laughs> <laughs> and get up in your head and I, that for that too. Can you, can Micah you, can you get us back on track? Right. Nice. I don't think that works I don't like think that. it
3: works like that. Are you like, sure? That. I can't I can't.
1: No, I'm pretty sure it It doesn't work that way. So you get thrown into the lines. A yeah. blanket. Right. Sorry, should cover everything. Oh anything. no! Oh, no oh, blood sir. In the water and there's a lot of sharks around. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Mike is afraid to jump in the water. Look at him over there. He's just staying back, eating his candy. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's right. He's probably he's probably the smartest one of all of us.
0: Yeah, he came up with see that. B- yeah. <laughs> he stays out <eye> like mess.
1: <laughs> hey, have we ever punched his card? I Highly doubt that. <laughs> I don't even know if he has a card. Gold he oh, no, card? He's got one. I got hey, one. Okay. You can't you can't take his man card. Has any punches? Nice. Yeah. Nope. No, he, he has no punches. Nope. Oh, yeah. He doesn't like coffee.
0: It's uh, a punch yeah. for that. Yeah. No, no, no. She invented no. the coffee. That's on the back. Read it first. Yeah.
6: Turn down coffee. The fact that. All right. Watch you this. Don't like it is not an
0: issue. <laughs> yeah, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> watch this. Hey, Michael, we go. You're with, with, game.
6: this hey, we
5: go. With, with, game. I like that. I like that. Wrong answer,
0: buddy. Michael Jackson cup of coffee. Meet
3: the
6: doctor. I don't like. New rules being yes. thrown in when it's right there. Let's ask this question. What would Jesus say about that? <laughs> yeah.
0: Jesus will probably take coffee. Would you like some coffee, Micah?
6: Here's what I no, say. Thank you. The punch guy, the card. The guy who tries to I'll get try. everybody's card. Here's the deal. The guy who tries to get everybody's card punched ought to get a punch. That's
0: not a rule, Ron. You can't make crap up as you go. <laughs> Are
1: you convening a vote? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I suck it. Wait, wait, wait. wait, oh,
5: man. No. I, wait, wait.
1: I, felt, I felt a little anger in there, so I don't think it's a heart punch he's going to get in.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, called, it's called a 5 methyl <laughs> right,
0: Ronnie, I turn control back over to you.
1: Thank you. Yes. Okay, that really got out of control.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Micah,
3: could
2: you please read our Bible verse? Yes. Galatians 6, 9. Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up.
3: So the last couple episodes, we talked about soccer games. We talked about waiting on trains. Tonight, we're going to talk about burning the ships. So how have you... Or you felt somebody
0: has let you down. Oh, ouch. Hmm.
5: Mm.
0: Mm. I'm a bit salty right now. I'm going to recuse myself in this conversation.
3: I don't think you're allowed. Incorrect, sir. Cool.
0: Incorrect. If you, hey, well, you, You're making up rules and voting on me now? I mean.
3: <laughs> no, if you think you're the only one that has no, felt that way. No. At the, at the eye table. <laughs> right? No, I'm not. I'm sure. I'm sorry. Is that the only <laughs> <laughs> is that the only the reason, time?
6: The reason he's saying that's because he
0: probably has a fresh wound. Uh Dr. Joyce Brothers over here. She needs to have things <laughs> under control. Um What was the question I forgot? When people let you down. Oh. Was that the first time? No. Yeah. So?
3: No.
4: Do you think it'll be the last time?
0: No, I've come to that conclusion today no
4: <laughs> and i hate to put it on here because uh, yeah. i know this is round. this is this is gonna be a rough one bro we talked about it on the b-side last week yeah you and i did yes we did about it ron's,
3: yeah, sure. ron's talked about it several seven times. eight nine episodes
6: several times and it evidently has not uh sunk in, sunk
0: in. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. maybe i'm not the yeah. one that's salty tonight i thought i was apparently it's ron
3: no, I'm not. Oh, sal- no. I'm not salty. That would be salty in themselves. Yeah, he's talked about true and past. That's the thing that he he kept people kept letting him down, but he kept doing it.
6: And if I would live my life according to the people that let me down, you know, it's like God saying, "I'm done with you as well." You you understand what I'm saying? I do. For if I was to, because of the people that let me down, if I was to walk away from them, it would be the same as God saying, "Well, Ron, I'm done with you. I'm walking away from you." And if you're godly, that's not what you do. You're right.
3: And that's just like our Bible verse, right? Mm-hmm.
0: It's what I arrived
3: at. You don't want to. Like... You don't want to keep not doing the things that you're supposed to do because you're not getting the reward right at the moment, and you don't want to give up. Correct. And And as your Lord is when we leave.
6: And if it doesn't happen at that point in time, that does not mean that somebody doesn't care. It just means that there was something else there. That held them from getting there, which they oh, will be there, like, Ultimate, oh, if you know what I mean. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. like
7: we talked about, we were jokingly talking about before the recording about our, our table setup, the, this beast of the setup that we have here. <laughs> and depending on how you look at it, it can be an I or an H, depending on your perspective. Very often when we perceive that someone let us down, more often than not, we have a limited perspective. We don't we don't we don't see what they were going through, we don't see what they had going on, we don't see what may have may have kept them from doing the thing we expected them to do for us. And then we lay unfair expectations upon them and 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 right. label them and, and the enemy uses that to create wedges, to destroy relationships Correct. for no good reason. It gets in no.
6: your own head and then you're like, Well, I'm walking away from it. But, so, and that's like well, what I was saying. If you're willing to walk away from something that small, then why shouldn't God walk away from something that you do? And he doesn't do that. So for us to do it, it's like double-sided sword.
3: Yeah, right. You know,
6: we're only hurting ourselves.
3: Right. And the reason why this topic came up is because Mike called me, text me a month ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. And you're like, dude, we got to go to lunch. We got to talk when I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm in my forties now, but I've been called to the principal's office a lot when I was in school. (laughs) So I was like, Oh, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) And then when we got there, it was just like minor things, but the whole consensus Mm -hmm. of the conversation was perception misconstrued or misconstrued. Thank you, professor. You're welcome. (laughs) Misconstrued perception.
7: I like your version better. (laughs) And, and
3: and we do that in our walk. We do that before our walk. Everyday life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be monumental. It could be some of the littlest things. And most of the
6: time it's the little ones that, Stew you up to the point of where yeah. you almost want to walk away and say, I'm done with
3: it. Yeah. Like,
6: it, and then when you look back on it, it's like, that was, what too- was that all about? Yeah. That was me at,
3: at that point, at that moment, it's like Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then maybe a week, maybe two weeks, maybe a month, whatever. And you look back on it and it was like an anthill.
6: Well, and then you got people coming in from the outside, not knowing, just hearing what's going on and saying, well, what's up?
3: Where, Yeah. Or were all
6: these, you know, people when you needed them, but you were there when they needed you.
3: Well, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. That's, that's a thing. That's,
6: that's, that's him throwing somebody's words in your head just to stew you up a little bit more,
3: but it makes the
6: situation totally
3: worse. You know, what's even worse than that. What you say on the inside about the eye table. Right. Right. Bob, what do you always say? You put you in the equation. What's the, or the I, you put us, a self. Put yourself in the equation and you're going to fail. Right. And we do that. All of us do that all the time, no matter what it is. And then we have to refocus. Sometimes, sometimes that's a good old smack in the face. Not. Figuratively a smack in the face, not a a physical smack in the face. I
6: came to the conclusion for me as if, because I used to get mad all the time. You were saying it. If I rely on man, I'm going to be let down all the time. If I rely on God, then I have no, I have no fear. I I mean, I'm good. You know, it may not be right when I want it, Uh you know? When I when I send out that like, hey, I need help, it may not be right then. You know, circumstances and stuff like that happen. But I'm not I got to the point I don't get mad no more if it happens, just like just like when Hunter passed. I was ready, I was done. I was ready to just throw it in. I wanted to go with Hunter. I was done. And had he not everyone at this table pretty much show up for me that night. I don't know if I'd be sitting at this table because I
0: was done. So I think Bob is working up a pearl of wisdom over there as always
1: just listening.
0: That's what he always says. <laughs> yeah, that's
3: a, yeah. That's the prequel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it. It's
0: like coming to <laughs> Yeah.
3: Bob's listening. He's, he's listening. Right now he's in the trailers. <laughs> but yet we let little things
6: that don't amount to nothing. Want to tear us apart. For me, Hunter was a huge thing. It tore me apart. Yeah. And I was done. And like I said, had it not been for the guys here, I don't know what would have happened that night had they not been there. you know. So maybe one time that they don't come, that's the way it is. But in a pinch or in a dire situation, he will send you who you need at that time i believe that
5: i do
3: spike i know you've talked about this not topic but
4: yeah well i I mean i've had something that um when we when i first started uh really to be on fire for christ one of the things that i didn't started with in our church was a motorcycle ministry so like um it was something that like the, the camaraderie and brotherhood was something I was always looking for. And I've said that before, you know, and, and everything. And so I thought this was where God was leading me to do it. So like put out the, all the stuff, you know, to the, to the church, at, at, you know, in general and to other people outside of our church and all this stuff to be like, Hey, you know, we're going to have our first meeting for this to see what it looks like. If anybody else is interested in da, da, da. And two guys showed up, brother, Bob was one of them. He didn't even have a bike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's support right there, Bob.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, a, a, a million percent it is. And then another guy that was from another church.
6: I'd have been there if I would have known.
4: Right. And you weren't, again, you, you weren't, weren't at the t- church t- and that. stuff like that, you know? So then it's like, man, oh, very, very disheartened.
1: He wanted, he wanted motorcycle riders, all he got was a couple of gear heads. <laughs>
5: yeah, very, uh,
4: <laughs> very true, very true. We could have built you one from probably parts laying around, you know, the office, but um, you know, so it was one of those first humbling experiences. And then go through now, and it's been about four years, and um, go for the first ride this year, and it's like, okay, it's so and then there's one couple, awesome, because just like we talked about here, when we started here, if one person gets something, even if it's somebody that's at this table, that's enough. That's all that matters. You know? So it was like, okay. So then this last weekend I had the second ride and I knew that kind of my, what I call my dark diehards, my people, both, both couples that usually are there all the time were gone like out of state, you know? And, and that was hard for me as far as like, I was trying to schedule around, you know, and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I was like, okay, that's all right. So still, you know put it out to him and you know, i even had put a group of uh people who normally would go and uh the, a text message group so sent that out hey looking forward to seeing everybody and you know Silent ron was is one of them in there and he's man i'm sorry and did it i'm like dude you're going away i understand I get it you know and everything and then so uh, didn't know uh and and on so, w- w- riding my my motorcycles one time i just nothing else it's you and god i mean just you and god you know And so i talked to god on the in the morning coming to men's group and uh i had to get myself prepared because i hadn't heard anything from anybody you know and i had texted a, a week before three you know a week and then like three days before and all this and nobody had said any wrong, wrong was the only one who had responded saying he wasn't going to be there nobody else had you know and i was just like man i I don't know what's going on here, you know, but like I said, talking to God. And I was like, God, this is, this is yours. I know I've already put too much of me into this as far as thinking it's mine or whatever. So I was like, you know, it is what it is. And you'll put who needs to be there. And, uh, so we go and we're waiting. Uh, My wife and I are waiting at the church office and you, you know, it's about 10 minutes till the time I said, and whatever. And I asked her, I said, okay, if it's just you and I do you still want to go and she goes yeah I've committed to this this is what we do regardless of if it's just the two of us or whatever okay so we waited till about noon was the time I told everybody and so we waited about 12 12 10 hadn't heard anything and whatever and then at that point I didn't want to like reach out you know and be like Hey guys, what's going on? You know, I didn't want to be that guy, so um, I said, "All right, let's go." I, so, was, I
6: was that guy for you because I think I texted you and said, "Did anybody show?" Yeah, because I felt terrible. Yeah,
4: no, and and again, you know, it's even if you were here and something was going on, I get it. You know, I mean, it it, it happened, um, but I had already given it to God, and. I say, thank him. I already had, because otherwise I know I would have been bitter and angry and upset. So we went on the ride and we went over, you know, to Glasgow and we, we had lunch and uh we still had our devotional and we, we talked about, you know, I mean, you know, you guys know my wife and I, mm-hmm. we love being together and we love talking. And I mean, so we did. And, um, literally probably took about half the time that we would have had even and one other couple been there and still ended up about a quarter to four and then we had a meeting at five you know what i mean so it was like it was one of those things but i had to grow to that point because up until this weekend i know i'd been bitter about it and one of the people i was actually bitter with was my pastor because he's one of the guys that rides and, you know, no communication, no anything, no nothing. And then just a no-show, you know, and you're kind of like, really? Like, I mean, again, me, mm-hmm. the human side of me and whatever. So I had to get over that and get past that and go through that. Um, and I think that's, I think that's what we do is we unfortunately have to learn sometimes in the letdown, the fact that it's going to happen. Because, like I said, you know, Coffee Mike and I talked about it on the uh, B side last week, and I told him then I was like, "I I pray I haven't, but if if I haven't let you down at some point, I will, and I'm sorry, because that we're all human, and we're going to make those mistakes, and we're going to let each other down, even when we don't want to." Amen. you know, I mean, because. If I could, you know, if I could be there for somebody, I'm going to, I mean, you know, I've driven two hours on from a vacation, yeah. you know, when, when somebody needed and, and everything. So if I can, I will, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to fail. Right. You know, it, it, but it also doesn't mean I'm not going to be regretful for it and not, you know. Just
0: one question. I tried to put out a blanket, sorry for everything in the future. And you guys rejected it. Mike just said, I'm going to let you down in the future and I'm sorry. And it's accepted. Why is, what's the difference? <laughs>
4: Oops. Well, uh, I'm just I don't know why they're accepting all I know is I, I know me. I accepted your future
0: apology. <laughs> oh, it was Ron. That's right. Never mind. Uh-uh. Never mind.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's
6: been taken way out of context. <laughs> we, like, maybe we a little, to, maybe a to little rewind tape because I'm pretty sure I was saying kind well, of like the same as what Mike over there was saying, Mike Smith, <laughs> that you're gonna be let down, but you gotta I mean, I look at me and Uncle Lester, dude. How many times has he let me down?
5: Hmm.
0: Are you asking for an actual number? No, no. It is. <laughs> you, you know, for the short time say. he's
6: known me, you know, yeah. and this yeah. is years of it. Just a yeah. minute, yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But the, the same part. fact, if he was to call me, you'd go. I'd go. If I wasn't like already into something else or gone. You know, if somebody calls me, I go.
4: And, but I can tell you, too, though, in my life, and I i know it since I've really started following Christ, for every person that's let me down, I can tell you probably five to ten times that other people didn't. And, you know, and, and most of the time, it's chosen family, not blood. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the, it's the family because... you choose to to surround yourself with and go on your walk with and do all the things with that that are there and dependable and everything. I mean brother Bob is one of them going forty five almost forty five minutes away to help me with the tire I couldn't
1: get did He didn't give you a boat ride, did he? No. Not that he already had it loaded up. I know, yeah. But oh, I always coming but I did get I did really get to hear something that was really funny, but I can't say oh. it. <laughs> did he at least take <laughs> the dairy
5: queen?
1: No. No, no, I, he, had to get, he had to get back to Moberly. Yeah, he was already late. <laughs> Jeez, running.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Micah, have you burned some ships before? Absolutely. I think, you know, I think when we, it's not just people that let us down, although people do let us down, it's perspective. It's reminding who we're serving. You know, it's the rewards in heaven. That's why he tells us to lay up treasures in heaven. And I think sometimes when we're serving the Lord and we're going strong, I think spiritual exhaustion gets in the way. We we get exhausted, and then we be don't. When we're exhausted spiritually, we don't look at things like we should. We don't have the proper perspective, and we get what I call sometimes the Elijah syndrome, where mm-hmm. he goes into he goes into that depression and that discouragement, and he's like, "I'm the only one that's trying to serve the Lord." And you know, I've I've been guilty of that sometimes. Is like. Well, good grief, I'm the only one that's trying, well, no, there's there's a bunch of people, you know, and that's why God says, reminds him, by the way, there's 7,000 people that haven't yep. bowed their knee to bail, you know. But I think in our feelings, and my wife has a famous phrase, and it drives me nuts, but she's right, <laughs> where she says, feelings aren't facts. Mm-hmm. You know, our feelings, you know, we we base facts on what we feel, but feelings aren't always accurate. Mm-hmm. What we feel is not exactly Sometimes the way it is. Well,
1: because emotion it, gets in the way 99% of the time. It
2: does. And that's why he says we don't run in vain nor labor in vain because we serve Christ. We're not serving each other. Although we do do that, that's part of serving Christ. We serve each other because we serve Christ. And and so it's just interesting because this is a verse, when you said that, this is a verse has been been really on my heart all week, last week. Last week was a really disastrous week. There's a lot of things going on. And... um. On Sunday morning, we've been going through Philippians, so that verse had already been in my heart. And we come to verse, um, uh, I'll find it here. We come to verse 11, and it says, I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. You know, and it's just, it's just how God puts those things right in your perspective. You're already, you're already thinking about that verse, you know, why am I doing this? And I think if we're really honest with ourselves, we get to that point sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why are we doing this? Why are we wearing ourselves out? Why are we going so strong and we don't see the results? But we got to remember who we're serving. Mm-hmm. We got to put the perspective on the most high, not on the results or not on us.
1: Exactly. And you, go, mm-hmm. you also got to remember, are you getting ahead of him? Yeah. Or are you actually following his lead? Yeah. Because if you're not following his lead, yeah, you put yourself in you put yourself in his place, and that don't work.
4: Mm-hmm. You're
1: going to let yourself down. You know? yeah. yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, we learned that even here. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, with Broken Record Ministries, <clears throat> yeah. we had to rear back because we were like, whoa, okay, stuff. So you know, getting off the rails a little bit, and you know, yeah,
3: <clears throat> six nine is Galatians six nine is my morning verse every morning. Like, Mike puts his armor of God on Yep. every morning. Galatians 6, 9 is the,
6: your armor of God.
3: The verse that I say, it's just so it helps me prepare for the day. Because mm-hmm. there are days, and there are days when I've missed it or haven't prayed and meditated on it. And those days, two two Mondays ago now, uh, of this time of recording, like, and I missed that was a monday Mm -hmm. and then every day after that was also a monday (laughs) but you know kind of like micah said your last week was yeah and it was like i was ready to throw in a towel like i told you guys last episode right like throw in the towel mick i'm done yeah i'm ready to tap out
2: i think that's exactly where the enemy wants us to be He wants us to tap out. That's why he uses all, he changes our perspective. So we're focused on the situation and on the circumstances and on those people that let us down. Mm -hmm. And we should be focusing on on the Lord.
6: And the bad thing is sometimes it's really close people, even family. Yeah. Well, That throw that stuff in your head.
3: I would say especially, like in my walk, I would say especially family. Say the crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Not crazy but like, so for me, like I've had family and they weren't super close, but they were close. I was like, really? You're yeah. going to be a Jesus freak now? Right. You know, no are you going to do those things? Yeah. It's like, well, you knew me before. Which one do you like now? Right. The one that's laughing and smiling and <laughs> joking or the one that's always like Complain. not trusting anybody,
5: mm.
3: not letting anybody in.
4: Yeah, and that's it because that's just like you know, like Michael was saying, and I know for me too. Perspective on it is always like when I had if somebody let me down, you're like, like I know it's not God because he just doesn't let you down. Mm-hmm. So what's the common denominator? Me. There's got to be something with me. Okay. And we all know, unfortunately, that I can just bury myself in that and just get so out of hand with myself. Then it's that same thing. I'm done. I'm done. I'm walking away from it all. You know, and sometimes it's almost edifying when you when you have something like that and you but it's on a good side. And like you want to see the fruits of your labor, but you still, you know, you know, you're you're not right because you may never see it. And that's not why you do it, but you're still like, okay, I'm putting into people, putting into people, I'm putting into people. Why am I not seeing this? Why am I not seeing that mustard seed grow at all or anything? Um, You know? And so you're a little selfish in that, but at the same time, it's still, you're doing something good Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, the other side and just being self-loathing and not being really any good to anybody. So double-edged sword all the time. Uh, (laughs) Carl? Uh, Just to add to what you
7: said, um, we we went to a show while we were on vacation, and it's called the Shanghai Circus. It's like these Chinese acrobats is Mm -hmm. what it is. They do a lot of of of, like trick type shows and things like that, juggling and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And jokingly, they would after they did a routine, they would start to run off stage, but then they would back up and like they would wait for you to applause. Or for the applause, right? Mm-hmm. And like I say, it was it was done in a joking manner, but they did it repeatedly. Like like if you didn't a- applaud, then they would come back and like motion you to. And I'm sitting there watching this, and I'm like, how often do we do that? Like mm-hmm. that's how we serve God. Far too often is we do all these things we perform on a stage, and we do it with the anticipation that we'll get backpats, we'll get applause, we'll get cheers. We'll get people, people will do all the things we expect them to do for us. We get likes on them. We get likes, mm-hmm. we get, we get interactions, all, all, all the things, all, all the backpats. And I think we need to ask ourselves very seriously, why are we doing what we do? Are we doing it for the applause? Are we doing it for the backpats? Are we doing it for the, for the rewards for us? Or are we doing it because we love him? Right. Like, why are we really doing what we do? Yeah. I think it's an important question that only, only, you can answer individually for yourself but i think it's an important question to answer
4: in your heart well because like i remember when we i think one of the first times when we talked about it ron remember it was the you're you're never doing the tit for tat you know you're never helping somebody because you're like oh well one day i'm gonna you're gonna pay me back right in some one way way shape or form but we like you said carl we get into that far too often we get to you know that i'm gonna you know Okay, I'm going to do this for God. I'm going to do this for God. Or even my fellow brother, because at some point it's going to come back. It's going to come back. Yeah, You know what I mean? If I don't get a proverbial
7: cheer, I'm going to walk away.
6: Keeping that count chart.
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
4: And that's.
6: Hey, look, I got five here, you know. Yeah. Five and one. Where's my one?
4: Yep. And that's, for me, I know extremely dangerous because I know, because again, my mindset and how proverbially. Uh, you know, kind of broken or whatever I am is it, it, it takes a lot more uh, helps or if you will, or whatever, than it does disappointment. You know what I mean? So I get like one disappointment. It knocks me down like 20 rungs and it takes about then 30 to get out of that hole for me.
7: Well, and that's another thing, you know, genuinely, what do we remember most passionately and for the longest period of time when somebody does something right or when somebody does something wrong.
6: When, when you feel like wrong. you've been wrong.
7: Yeah. 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 When somebody does something that we didn't like or didn't do something we wanted them, we we'll hold that over their head forever. But it's like they can do a hundred, a 1, thousand, ten thousand things right. And you might remember that for a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like we put people in a position to perpetually prove their love for us. And right. if they mess up one time, waiting for the yeah. shooting, oh, yeah. Right. right? Yeah, always on guard, waiting for that one thing. Yeah. And spoiler
3: alert: like I opened up with uh, Mike and I story, me getting called to the principal's office. Right? Do you remember what the conversation was?
4: <laughs> no, not really.
3: So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's my
5: exactly. Point, yeah. that, that's yeah. my
3: point made. Right? Yeah. Like, it was a big deal. Right. Because I was like, well, I might be busy this day. Can we wait until like two days later? Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll say it's a Monday or Tuesday and then we're going to have lunch on Thursday. Friday. He was like, nope, we're going to have lunch tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I can try to make it there. Might be a little late. <laughs> right.
5: Yeah. yeah.
3: I know.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely.
6: So i saying, and you know, better late than never sometimes. Mm-hmm.
3: But, but also I think it was good therapy both ways though.
5: Because oh, you had to get
3: it off your chest,
5: mm-hmm.
3: and I had to take it, and I don't remember what it was either. Yeah. So.
6: You just remember you had to go meet him for lunch. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But, but like, it was the thing. It was, like, then, like, halfway through lunch, it was, like, Whoa. I think you but, even said it was like, why was I even mad? Yeah. Or disappointed or whatever. You yeah. Know, or yeah. whatever. Like you said, whatever it was. It like was. Communication. Like, yeah. I think that was the genesis of the whole thing was like, it was.
4: Yeah. Or lack there. Yeah. Lack or lack it. thereof yeah. or perception or, you, you know, know, whatever. All of the above. <laughs>
3: and I was just like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I came because I was in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I like queso dip.
4: <laughs> <Yeah.
3: You know>? <laughs> <laughs> we all. Cuff Mike?
5: Well,
0: I'm following a bob. I'm sitting there listening, formulating my pearl. Okay. And recent events caused me to look at things differently and somebody that was wise at the moment spoke some truth into my life. And it uh, it caused me to realize that my focus was way, way off. Way off. I'm not going to go into detail on it, but I haven't been focusing properly. I always talk about I'm trying to focus. I pray for focus. Well, like Ronnie said about patience in prayer, well, he got my attention on focus, which is really important.
3: Well, when I was going to talk about this. Like I thought about you being a very good corporate businessman for Pepsi, right? Yeah. And like you had expectations or perceptions there too.
0: Oh, definitely. That got let down. I usually fired somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I'm just before to get out. I was, I was kind of, that's the way I was.
3: Right. And then, you had to refocus at times, too, though. Even even if you went through that bulldog corporation mentality, right? At certain points, you had to refocus. Quite often. Uh, it, it's a different subject. Refocusing on a different subject than what we're talking about. Because you weren't walking then. No. Right. Wasn't like you still had to do it. So it, it it doesn't matter if you're a believer or a non-believer, like whatever that looks like, you still have to yeah. refocus.
0: Focus is no everything. matter
3: what. Now we know what it means to be a believer. We know what our focus should go back to and should be all the time. Realistically, it's not though. And that's where our pride comes in. That's where our patience comes in. That's where our misperceptions come in. Yeah. See, it's the P series. Yeah. Start pride, filling our head with patience. Doubt. No yes. Doubt.
6: You start filling your head with doubt. Like, okay. you know, you put all your trust into something and when that lets you down, you feel like well, why am I wasting my time with this? I'm gonna walk away. I'm done. Yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier. If God was to do that to us, mm-hmm. where where would
7: we be? Yeah. yeah. We'd be done.
5: Oh yeah.
7: we'd be done. Without his, without his mercy for our constant, continual failure, we'd be done. I don't care who it is. I don't care who how perfect anybody listening to this thinks they are. Right. Without his overwhelming in incomprehensible mercy, it'd oh, yeah. be over for us.
5: Yeah. And
7: I mean, and He expects us to at least make an effort of reciprocating that to those around us. Mm-hmm. If we're going to receive that mercy, we have got to be willing to give it. Yeah. Or there's a risk of not receiving it. He's clear about that. Jesus says that. But also, if you don't being forgive. Patient, you won't be forgiven. Oh yeah.
6: And also, being patient to receive it and not just automatically, you know, mm-hmm. throw the dynamite because somebody didn't call you back right away or didn't like text you back right away or, you know, anything.
3: Yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. Or like
6: Mike said, because all like it's going to do is hurt yourself. Yeah. It's yeah. going to help. It's going to hurt your walk. It's going to hurt your, your faith in God and people that you trust.
4: Your mm-hmm.
7: Yeah.
6: It, it's just all around a bad thing.
4: Yeah. Coffee. Mike and I were talking about it last week. I, I used to, I used to call myself the, the thread killer. Because like in our, in our mid group <laughs> yeah, stuff, that, you, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it was just like, like I'd say something and all of a sudden crickets, like nothing. Like, it, you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't a like, it was, but it just wasn't even a response. I do that sometimes I'll see, and I'll, I'll interact and I see you take something like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I just, see, I see, that's what I figured. If it's what, you know, it's been going on for years. So I'm like, now I'm like, okay, fine. Whatever. No, I'm not joking though. It, it used to wreck me. Like I wanted that affirmation. I yeah. needed that affirmation then, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and it's, and it's just till now, I won't say now, but I don't know when it stopped, but still, it's just that effort knowing, does that matter? I mean, does that, does that matter? That's not well, like we say, kingdom changing. That's, that's me. That's me and my heart and my issues that I'm throwing on people who have no idea that that it's even there you know it's those unmet expectations that nobody knows is an expectation it, uh, you know at the same time
7: though we need to identify that that part of a relationship is is people knowing they're seen mm-hmm. and we have to we have to at some point recognize if that hurts us then when we do it it hurts others mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. we have to learn to be better at at engaging one another and 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 flowing that relationship out to each other. Right. I'm speaking to myself because I'm not very good at that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I'm like you. I want that affirmation from me, but I'm pretty lazy at giving it sometimes. Mm, yeah. If I'm being transparent, and and we've got to we've got to get rather than just be the well, that's all my pride. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not. You're absolutely right. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to recognize we do hurt each other, not just by what we do, but what we don't do. Sometimes we've got to get better about about relating with one another.
0: That's we well are. said, Carl. I agree with that because I'm I'm like you guys. I like affirmations as well. I think everybody does. And when you don't get them, you get in your head, and man, the wheels start turning. That gerbil's busy up there, spinning that wheel. Like, well, where do I really stand? How do I really fit in? Mm-hmm. Am I imagining things that are there that aren't really there? You begin to doubt. You begin to, like Ron said, you begin to doubt, wonder. Maybe I don't belong here. This isn't where I need to be. And man, that's a dark hole.
3: Mm -hmm. And then it's like Mike Mike said, and then he comes in, and he starts poking, because he knows the buttons. Mm -hmm. And you know what's worse? I know my buttons, too. And then all of a sudden, those buttons start lighting up. Mm -hmm. And Uh, he knows the
6: right people to push the buttons. yeah. Yeah.
4: They don't like like that I said control when on the
6: when he uses family, <laughs> when he uses family to poke those buttons, well you're gonna you're gonna take what that family member's kind of saying to heart because that's family, right? Mm-hmm. Why would they want to steer me wrong? But yet if you're living your life I I I don't know if I should say but godly, then you gotta look at both sides pretty much before right. you just yeah. like the You're dynamite. supposed to. Yeah, yeah,
7: but you don't, right? Yeah, you know, we've got to be careful about that because the people we love, like family, friends, if 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 they're poisoned by bitterness, it's it's very easy for us to allow ourselves to be poisoned by that same bitterness from them. If we're right. constantly if we're constantly in that environment with them because we love them and all they're doing is spewing the poison of their own bitterness and resentment out, eventually that's going to impact us.
3: Yeah, it, correct. And it doesn't even have to be family; it could be friends, right? Yes, right. right. Any well, any what's the wisest close. one that. Tom Hawker says all the time.
4: Oh, yeah. Show me how you want to know about your future. Let me show you your friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, True like story. First,
0: that's it. My dad used to say birds of a feather. Yeah. Flock together. Who are you flying with?
3: Vintage Bob.
0: Thank you, Ronnie.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Don't set high expectations on people. If I've learned one thing, for one thing, how can we set high expectations on people when we don't set ourselves high expectations? Mm -hmm. Because we know we're going to let them down. We know we're going to let God down. And if you set yourself at a high expectation or you set somebody else at that high expectation, I always tell people, I'm like, don't put me on a pedestal. Cause I'm going to fail you Mm -hmm. no matter what I will fail you. I'm human. The only one that didn't fail us was Jesus Christ. He's the only one that did not fail. God does not fail. The Holy spirit does not fail, but humans fail. It's going to happen. So I I tell people, you know, don't put me on a pedestal. Don't expect a lot out of me because I, I do love you and I will help you any way I can. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let you down one day, one at one time or another. For for one thing, I mean, look how many times in the day we let God down.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, sure we get up, we pray, we do our Bible studies. But do you think about God the rest of the day? Do you even give him a second do you even give him a second whim after you're done doing that Bible study, or are you just checking him off a list? Do you talk to him all day long or you just uh be like, oh I'll get back to you later. Just sit back here in that back seat and be quiet. Mm. Can't do it. Yeah, like are we setting that at the table? Right. Or are we going through the drive-thru? Right. Exactly. You know, and so you know, before we before we start getting all out of sorts, all out been, been out of shape for somebody letting us down, think about what you're doing to God every day. Think about how much you're letting him down every day. I just this. You
6: know, this.
1: Is, this uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm ready for Bob to stop talking. <clears throat> to I told to, you he was over formulating the pearl Jeez. wisdom. I told you this talk that we're having tonight actually has been laid on my heart for probably two weeks. Mm. I just didn't know it until tonight. Mm. And I've been thinking back, reminiscing on how much I've been letting God down, or how much I've been letting people down. You know. Um, it's actually heartbreaking
5: uh-huh.
1: because, you know, uh, I feel like I've lost my trust in him because of things that's going on in my life, things that uh, I shouldn't be losing trust in. So I've let him down there. You know, how can, how can, how can you believe in an infinite God and in a sovereign Lord when well, you don't trust him? When you don't pursue him, when you don't talk to him every day, how how does that work? Just think how much you're slapping him in the face when you don't do that. I've been thinking about that here. like just It just tears me up. I try to do better, but man, I catch myself doing it every day. But yet he does not leave you, Bob. But he does not. I know this. I know he doesn't leave me. But man, how much beating is he going to take? You know what I'm saying? Right. Before he's like, okay, Bob, you know what? I'm out. Deuces. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to talk to me. You don't want to be around me. I'm out. But he won't do that. He is a merciful, like Carl said, he is a merciful. He's a graceful. He, he loves us that much. He pursues us for that reason. And he knows we're going to let him down. You know, he sets his high his expectations on us high, but he knows we're going to fail. But you know how we can actually meet them expectations? Have a relationship with him. It's the only way. Allow him to meet them expectations, not us, him, because he knows we're going to fail. What's it say? We all fall short of glory, right? Glory to God, yeah. Yep. So that's where I'm at. You know, and and like I said, this this has been on my heart for a couple weeks. As far as apparently this talk, because that that's why I've been so quiet. Because I've just been thinking about all the stuff that I've not put my trust in him for, or I've 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 like, oh well, no, God doesn't care anymore. God doesn't want to do this for me anymore. So you know, there's my little pity party, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh poor pitiful Bob. God doesn't love me no more. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Man, he loves me more than ever.
0: I think it's easy to get there, Bob, because that's where I've been for quite a while. Just being honest.
1: Well, it's easy to get that's there. Not, that's not a good place to be. No, it's not. It's been a terrible place. Why Why did we get there? I mean, I, I I've, you know, I've that's, thought that's about my that. question. Why Why did we get to the positions we get in, even though we know he loves us? I, th- I think, and this is what I
0: came to, it was unmet expectations why I think I wound up where I'm at. I've been struggling with a lot of things from my past here lately and some other things, but I got to the point of, you know, I'm doing this, and then it hit me, I'm checking boxes, but I'm not out killing babies or running over birds in the road on purpose. I mean, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I read my Bible, I meditate on it, I do talk to him all day long. Ask him, should I do this? Should I not do that? And I get to the I'm I'm I guess I'm tired of talk, I guess is where I'm at. I, I, I and when I say that I don't mean talking, I just mean I You're I wanting get, to see
6: actions that you may or may not ever see.
0: And that and that's what I arrived at. So I don't know if 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 that's
1: so what's that all come down to, Mike? Well, a trust issue. Ex- that's what I, what I said. It all comes down to a trust issue. That you know, it's it's poor, poor, pitiful us if we don't get our way. Yes, if things don't go our way. If if something happens that uh, that he decides not to cure you, or he decides not to heal you, but yet he's there for you, no matter what. You know, uh, I got an issue going on right now. Is he going to heal me? I hope so. I believe he will. I think he will. He may not. He he may choose not to though. Because with this issue, I, he has humbled me so much again with this issue. And he's, he's made me. He's made me. He's made me step back and look at how my life has been, and I've weighed my options. Here's, here's the stuff I do for God. Here's the stuff I do for the world. And we're talking the world stuff outweighs what God did. See what I'm saying?
0: That's a nice perspective. That's, I like that.
1: That is an expectation I have let him down on again. I constantly,
6: not constantly, but more often than not, comes down to my question of faith. When stuff like that happens... And I'm like, am I putting my faith in the wrong place, or whatever you know? Am I am I truly putting my faith in God, or am I putting it in the man that I know who's going to fail? And then once again, it all comes right back to me, and I'm failing myself.
0: If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So you know, Bob, that that your health person's health will cause you to think random things and do what do stupid things. I, honestly, I've been guilty of that lately. I got some things going on too. So I had a talk with my family about something should happen to me, what to do with me. Cause I don't want um, my limited resources that I have left when I'm, when I'm dead, cause you know, I'm worth more, more dead than I am alive. I don't want them spent giving the man all this money to put me in a nice box sticking in the ground. I, you, they're going to need that money. And I've been focusing a lot on that lately. And when you focus on that, you, your brain, you begin to process everything differently because you see your mortality. And then you go, well, I haven't done this for God yet, and I may not get to. And it it tears it tears me up. I mean, it brings me to tears. I mean, so I'm struggling with some of that too, Bob. I really am, and I pulled back
1: way back. But that's the problem. We're not supposed to pull back. I know. I need to push it. Push, we need push to, in. What's he tell us? He he says, press on, run that race, and do it with endurance. I've been thinking about that a lot too. I think I've went from a a run to just a a small crawl. And I not and I and I used to not be like that, man. I'm gonna tell you. When I would show up at work first thing, I was at my desk on my knees praying, asking him to take that shop and do what he wanted with it that day. I haven't done that for a long time. I need to get back to doing stuff like that. I mean, you know, it it's his anyway. All I'm doing is running it for him. Period that's why i don't mind that's why i don't mind helping people because he's going to take care of me no matter what I, I believe that i wholeheartedly trust that it's just some things i you know some things i've gotten out of the trust with you know I, i've started trusting more in in some medicines than i have him well since i flipped that around some of the stuff is already has already leveled itself out i'm not going to lie so I mean, um, I had I had some guys lay hands on me last night pray over me. And man, I as they was praying, I could I could I could just feel God just soaking just soaking me up, just absolutely covering me. That'd be a great feeling. Oh, it was great. I haven't had a feeling like that for a long time. That was so beautiful. I loved it. It just man, we lose perspective on that stuff. You know, we lose perspective on our brothers in Christ that they love us enough that they want to lay hands on you and pray. A lot of people don't believe in laying on hands anymore. And it, it's, it's so real.
2: Absolutely.
1: And it's, it's what we're told to do. Yes. We're told to lay hands on each other. We're told to pray for each other. We're told to trust that God's going to take care of it. And, you know, I've come to this conclusion. If I have to have my heart stopped and restarted, and God chooses not to restart my heart, and he takes me home, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I just pray that he'll, I just pray he'll take care of my wife. I understand that prayer, Bob, I do. That's the only thing I worry about. Yep. Which I know, I know he will, but. He will and you, your brothers will. I know you, I know you guys will. I really do. I trust. I trust that with all my heart that you guys will take care of her if something happens. But you know, I I don't think he's done with me. I really don't. I think there's a lot more stuff that he wants me to do. So rather, you know, rather I got this issue with my heart. If it's beating 180 beats a minute, I guess so be it. We'll just we'll just try to keep up with it. <laughs> He's gonna take yeah. care of it, no matter what. Period. Yeah, and he already has. It's already been taken care of. He's already healed it. I just, I just got to reach out and accept it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm getting at, you know. So our expectations on people should not be higher than we can set for ourselves, because they're just as human as we are. We're broke, just as broke as they are. So that and that's where I'm at with it. that your final thought? Uh, no. I got another final thought. Is that what you want? <laughs> you want hell, a final thought? Hell. I
7: just want to say I'm like, I'm for a couple of reasons blown away, but he, he woke me up early this morning to hardcore press on me, the message of finishing the race, yep. finishing the race. Well, and then you say, what you said, and just, I think a lot of it and this is sort of in response to something you said, um, What's your nickname today? Uh, Whatever you all pick. Yeah. It's not coffee. You're not drinking. Lapping, L- like, like, laughing Mike. Laugh, oh, laughing Mike. Laughing Mike. There you go. Can you, can you chuckle <laughs> for me?
3: Chuckle first, <laughs> Charlie. Perfect. Yes, I can do.
7: Perfect. <laughs> I think we get so focused on what we think our calling is or what, like you made a comment about there's so many things you want to do for him. You don't know if you're going to be able to. I think we get so focused, and I'm guilty of this too, of all the things that I think that I should do for him that we lose sight of what he actually wants us to do for Correct. him. And there's great danger in missing his calling for us when we're so focused on our calling for ourselves and calling it his calling mm. that we miss the plot. It, it causes us to walk in circles. Yep. We've got to be real careful about that. To That's judge. what I
0: feel like I'm doing, Carl. I feel like I'm walking in circles right now. I have been for months.
7: When it comes back to exactly what you say, your focus, your focus and perspective, you're on the right track. You know what I mean? It, it, it's something we all struggle with, man. It's not just you. Yeah, I think we all struggle with this. Micah like really? Micah has said multiple times I feel like I'm spinning tires. Yeah. And I've I've felt like that more times than I'm I. I'm sorry do. but I like it when people spin tires. <laughs> <What are you laughs> I mean you
1: would. Me? <laughs> Little plug for Bob Tire that That's right. But for real, you know if if we really if we feel like we're walking in circles, we should stop walking in circles and drop to our knees and pray about it. That's a good one. To- that's a good one too. It is.
7: i just i I did it with like multiple final thoughts. I know. Final thought, take two. Final thought, take three for Bob. <laughs> well, <we're corporate. laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> oh no. oh, since it's Bob,
3: you left that one out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's pull in the off record. So we could have part two and part three and part whatever. Sally <laughs> what wrong. You want to go first?
6: I don't I don't really know what to say but except for uh just be mindful of where your focus is because like we've been saying if you're focusing on him and it's on man you're gonna be let down every time
0: laughing laughing Mike would it be bad to say ditto I'm not sure. <laughs> Because that's what's been laid on me is is uh, focus. Who are you looking to? Where are you trying to get to? Why are you trying to get there? That's what's been there for me. And that I can't do it. That's something that came to me last night. I can't do it. He has to do it. No matter how bad I want somebody or something, someone to come to him, I can't do it. I can't put up the perfect facade for someone to see and say, oh, yeah, I want that. I can't do it. I've, I've tried. I'm tired. I can't do it. It's on him. It's all I got, man. You can only lead. They have to lead. The walk. I can't even lead anymore, Ron.
6: It's It's on him. Well, I, I guess I shouldn't have used the word lead. You can
0: only direct. They have to take the walk. I was director one time. I'm done I'm done doing that, too. <laughs> you know He's out. Right. He's, He's out. out. Yeah.
3: He doesn't want to be a cast member anymore. He just wants to be an audience member. I
0: don't even want to be that sometimes.
1: <laughs> Brother Bob? All right. This is going to be my final thought. Okay.
0: I I, I would like to say no to that. That's probably not it.
1: That's probably not it.
0: No, you, you're gonna have something else because you got those pearls of wisdom that just pop out.
1: <laughs> if you say so. Actually, Second Timothy chapter four verses seven and eight. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous Judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me but also to all who have longed for his appearing.
2: Micah? I think we all get there, Where we're talking about, where people have let us down and, you know, why that happens. The question kind of came up over and over, and I think it's Lamentations, correct me if I'm wrong, girl, Lamentations that says... That's only by the grace of God that we're not consumed. And so it's really getting down to the heart, allowing God to work on our heart. Because one of my one of my verses that I that I claim is Colossians 3, 23 and 24, and it says, Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, not unto men. And then it says, Knowing that of the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance. That it's God that gives us the reward like like Bob just pointed out in that verse he will reward us and so we run not in vain because we understand the end goal and the end goal is spending eternity with him spending eternity with Christ and yeah people are going to let us down in the process and there's going to be hurts so and there's going to be struggles and we're going to feel like throwing in the towel I, I felt like that this last week I was like why why am I why am I killing myself why am I Running myself ragged to exhaustion for what? Well, for the Lord. That's why I do it. If I look at perspective of why am I doing this for men, it's going to be futile every time. Yep. But knowing that of the Lord, you will receive the reward of the inheritance. I have the privilege of growing up in a Christian, good Christian home. And every once in a while, my dad will come up and visit from Kansas City. And um, he'll put his arm around me and he'll say, I'm proud of you. And what a what a great feeling that that is to hear that from my my dad, but the perspective is how much more should we eagerly anticipate to hear that from our heavenly father, to hear him say, "Well done,
5: yeah,
2: good job," because that's what it's about. It's mm. not about us. It's not about the show. It's not about. It's the heart of hearing him say, "Well done," Carl. <laughs>
4: What, you want to go, Mike? Yeah, I don't want to follow you. <laughs> <laughs> the-
3: Carl, <laughs> I'll, I'll
5: go. Promise. I'll go. <laughs> Why do you hate me? <laughs> hey,
1: because you're going to pray us out. I'm going to say, "Yeah, that was yeah. Fun. yeah." There <laughs> it is. But- <laughs> I
7: was actually sitting here debating on whether or not I even wanted to to say this. I had it all all prepared, and then you said something, Ronnie. I think you saw me react to it, mm-hmm. and it'll make sense here in a second. But when we were coming back from vacation we got hit with this really, really bad storm. And it was kind of bizarre because both times we were on the road, we we went to Branson, Missouri, and both times we got on the road towards Springfield in the middle of the vacation to go to Bass Pro. And then at the end of the vacation to come home, we got hit with a massive storm at the exact same point in the journey, both times. It was really bizarre, both times. Um, And the storms were awful. Like, Like the first one we got hit with, Be laughing my nose.
0: Yeah, I sent it. I he told me where he was, and I sent the radar scope. I sent it down to him. I mean, it was it was nothing but red and yellow, and it was ugly.
7: What was bizarre about that too? It it timed exactly when we got in the car. The second we sat down, then it started raining. No joke. The second we sat down, then you sent that. It accidentally sent the message three times for some reason. When you sent me that picture, it sent it to me three times, and the red part was exactly lined up on the road we were driving on. That's where all, all the red was right on the road. We were on I knew it was everything ha- I else. Knew it was, was bad.
0: Great. No, that's why I sent it to you. I wanted you to be aware.
7: It was weird. And like Steph even said, because it was bad, we had no visibility. She's like, I'm, she said at the end of it, she was like, I was thinking multiple times, this might be it. Mm. Like she's had a feeling that something's coming to our family anyway. And she was like, this might be it. <laughs> this might be where it happens. It was really bad. But anyway, when we came home, same point in the journey, we got hit with another storm. And it was even worse. And it, it was so bad, like the visibility hit bad. I was, we were following my, uh, my, my parents, cause we were in separate vehicles. We vacationed together and us and a few other vehicles pulled over the side of the road. Cause there was no visibility and then hail started hitting and we were projected to get massive hail and we got like n- nickel or quarter sized hail that was hitting the vehicles. And again, we had no visibility at all. And we have Faith, our five year old in the car and she's getting pretty scared and we get ready to pull back out on the road and she's about, you know, in tears over this. And she was like, "Our Steph was like, Do you want to pray? And Faith's like, Yeah, I do. So led a prayer together, prayer protection. And and before we got back on the road, he would he'd less, less uh, good, I can't talk, rest his hand on us. Say our amen, and then we start trying to pull back on the road and even that was kind of hairy because the, the highway, you couldn't see, like every time you try to pull out onto the highway, another semi pop into view and they weren't pulling over, like, like they can see the cars lined up and they're not getting over into the passing lane. They're just, you know, mm. right next to us. Like my, my stepdad told me later, he saw a vehicle with the trailer, almost, almost us. like it almost lost control. And like he said, it was real close to hitting our vehicle, finally get on the road and it gets worse. Again, no visibility at all. And I'm like, we need to pull over. We need to get gas anyway. Next time we we see a gas station, we need to pull over. So I called my mom because they were the lead vehicle. I'm like, next next exit you see with a with a truck stop or something, pull over, I look up. And I see one of those billboards, that candy shop that starts, like, the massive billboards for, like, 10 miles out. Like, mm. every mile is another billboard. Oh, Russell
0: Stover. Not that I've ever been there. <laughs> <laughs> is
7: it? Is that one? No, 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 I don't think no. that's what it's called. It's, I the, think it's, it's the, the Ozark
0: Lane. Oh, yeah. Ozark. Yeah. Oh, candy yeah. Candy oh,
7: factory. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Never been there either.
7: Yeah. They have a gas station. I'm like, I, I see this right as I'm talking. I'm like, there. That's the next exit. It's one mile away. Pull in there. We agreed to. You. As soon as we start pulling over, it's st- it's, it the rain starts letting up visibility increases. I'm not joking, guys. We start pulling into this place and a double rainbow formed right over this candy factory we were pulling into. Mm-hmm. There's tornado sirens going off in this area cuz somebody spotted a tornado, but the rain breaks, the clouds break and there's a double rainbow right over this place when we pull over. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. It was incredible. And it was a perfect picture of what what I call the 5 P's of God. See the reaction now? Mm-hmm. It's his promise his protection, his provision, his purpose for us, and his presence. And the lesson for me after meditating on this for a while is we want the first four. We want, because those are things that he does for us, his promise to us, his protection of us, his provision for us, his purpose for us. We want those things, and too often I think we get it backwards. So the, the, the the foremost, the tantamount thing is his presence. We were created to be in a relationship with him in his presence. I think too often the problem is we pursue his presence to get the other piece. We, we pursue his presence so we can get his promises, his protection, his provision, his purpose, instead of pursuing his presence out of genuine love for him and allowing those other things to flow from that. And we have got to flip that. It, from the outside, it looks the same. But at a heart level, it's not the same. The reason you're pursuing him matters. It's not just the fact that you do. It's the reason you do that matters, and it comes back to what I asked earlier, and we ha- we have all got to ask ourselves that very seriously, and I'll close with that. Why do we do what we do? Why are we pursuing him? We have got to answer that question, and we've got to answer it the right way, not at a head level, at a heart level. That's all I've got. Mike? I'm going to go first. Oh, yeah. I,
3: <laughs> I got a question, though. Micah, what was your— Verse in Colossians.
2: Colossians 3 23 and 24.
3: That was going to be my final thought. So I'm going to read Colossians 3.23. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working the Lord rather than for people. Hmm. So thank you for stealing my thunder. And so it- I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> And speaking of
4: stilling thunder. Yeah, this is, I'm sorry, I apologize. It's going to be a letdown.
5: <laughs> um,
4: uh, <laughs> I had a uh, focus on your relationship with Christ and be the Christ like one in your relationship with others. That was a good one.
3: That was yeah. really good. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'd like to add on
6: Carl's rainbow story. I sent you all my text, correct? Mm hmm. Yeah, I went to see so everybody knows I I had a sister find me and I went my wife and me went to Colorado for five days that's why I missed the motorcycle ride but um anyway we were she wanted a cross made and we put it off put it off and then Saturday the morning before I came back It was raining so hard. I mean, thunder, lightning, we're in Colorado. It was black and we decided to put this cross together for her and we get it done, we lace it with the rope and no sooner we got done with it, the rain just stopped. The clouds started to clear and there was two perfectly lit up rainbows. And it was truly amazing. I mean, it was it was cats and dogs, man. It was raining so hard, you could hardly see the house from the shop, and it wasn't 200 feet away. So we're like, let's build this cross. And we built it, and by the time we were done and we stood it up, the rain, I mean, it didn't just twinkle to a stop, it just stopped. And I look out the door because I was like, I didn't hear it hitting us a roof no more. And I look out the door and there was nothing but a, the brightest rainbow, two of them
3: that I've ever seen. Schmike, shmike. Schmike, schmike. Yes. <laughs>
4: Will press out, please? <laughs> Absolutely. <not. laughs> Lord, our God, we just come to you so humble and so thankful for you and the sacrifice of your Son, Jesus Christ, for us that we don't deserve. Lord, I thank you for the men around this table, my usos, for the perspective that they always give me, the lessons that they always give me, the faith that they give me, and that they will always, always lead me back to you. Lord, I pray that we can focus on our relationship with you and that we can do our best to not let each other down, even though we will, but to remember how much you love us and to love each other with that same love. Thank you for everything you've given us. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
3: Amen. And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip
5: side. In the river of
0: life Still
6: carry the wounds and the scars Took
5: to save my life
1: Covered by my blood